Daf Kuf Yudamid the bottom two lines. So the Gemara says, Rav Zera Havakim Shtamim Mineder of Yehuda. Rav Zera was avoiding Rav Yehuda. This is a Gemara in Brachas we've already had that Rav Zera was avoiding Rav Yehuda. Why? To boil the Eretz Yisrael because Rav Zera wanted to move to Eretz Yisrael from Bavel. Rav Yehuda was against it. Rav Yehuda was, I felt that you're not allowed to move to Eretz Yisrael. Why? Rav Yehuda held that part of the uh, punishment of Golis is we will not go to Eretz Yisrael until Mashiach comes. So he, Rav Yehuda was against making Aliyah. So by the way, all the Mepharshim ask, there's a Mitzvah Deir Isa. So the, some Mepharshim say, you see that it's not a Mitzvah Deir Isa to move to Eretz Yisrael, whatever it is. So Rav Yehuda was against it. Shenemar, what's the pasuk? In the beginning of Kuf Yiralef, because it says, "Bevolo yivoyu v'shamayiyu." I'm going to bring you to Bavel, and there you'll be. Adyoyim pakti yosim numashem until I redeem you. So you're not supposed to go to Eretz Yisrael before the allotted time. So that was Rabbi Yehuda Shita. Rav Zera felt that you could. I. What about this pasuk? Rav Zera who Rav Zera says this pasuk is not referring to a person. It's referring to the kalim of the Beis Hamikdash. That the kalim of the Beis Hamikdash will be lost. He'll be lost in Golis until Mashiach comes. So the Gemara says, Rav Yehuda, I shouldn't the Pasuk be referring to the Kalim Beis Hamikdash? How does he know that it's referring to an Isser of making Aliyah? So Rav Yehuda says, Ksav Krachin, I have another Pasuk. Hishpat Yeschem Menos Yishalayim, Mitzvahis Aviyelis Asada. I made you swear the daughters Yishalayim. And um, th- so th- this Pasuk, uh, Rav Yehuda Darshins, this oath that the Pasuk is referring to is an oath not to move to Eretz Yisrael before Mashiach comes. Now, Rav Zera, who felt that you could, I, there's an oath not to. That means there's an Isser of taking Eretz Yisrael by force. Choyma, according to the Marshal, actually means rebuilding the walls of Yishalayim, but Pashas, means that Rav Zera says there's no Isser of as an individual making Aliyah, there's an Isser of taking Yishalayim by force. Now, I'll read two more lines and I'll say something. Okay. Rav Yehuda, I, Rav Yehuda, doesn't the Pasuk refer to taking it by force? How does he know that it's also for an individual? Hishpati Achrinaksev, it says Hishpati a second time. One is swearing that we won't take it by force, and one is swearing that we won't move to Eretz Yisrael. Rav Zeru, who feels that you could, what does he do with that second one? See, he says, he darshins the Gravyosi Barchanina. Dama Shalai Shvu is Halalulama. The Pasa says Ishbati and Shir Shirim three times. One is Achashali Ali Sabhima. One is that we won't take Yushalaim by force. Eritish by force. Achas Ishbiakhishbaruch is Yisrael Shlayim Rudu Bamasaidlam. The second is that we were sworn by Hashem not to overrun and take over the Goyim in Gaulus. And the last one is that Hashem made the Goyim swear that they won't subjugate us worse. So very, very bekitzer. Obviously this taking Yishalayim by force, moving into Eretz Yisrael was one of the things that the Samarov felt is one of the reasons why anti-Zionism, all that stuff. Now the response, Rav Zevin has a very beautiful article where he talks about this and he goes through this in Gemara and he, he just says two things. First of all, we didn't take it by force. It was given to us, okay? But, uh, Eretz Yisrael was not taken by force. It was given over by the UN. But also number two, he says if you look in this Gemara, there were three oaths. The last one is that the Goyim shouldn't subjugate us more. He said, when they broke that in the Holocaust, we're allowed to break the first. That's one of the answers. Okay. But again, I'm not touching it. Right there. <laughs> Rav Yehuda, I, according to Rav Yehuda, the Pasuk is these three Psukim, and one, they're all about the public. They're not about the individual. How does he know that an individual is not allowed to move to Eretz Yisrael? Because one is that we won't take it by force, one is that we won't subjugate the Goyim, and one is that they won't subjugate us more than. So where, where does it say Nisar as an individual? So he says, Im te'iru vim ta'iru. The words imtiirum tairu, that that those extra words are extra shvuas. 
to say that it's not just the public, the individual also shouldn't have to Eretz Yisrael before Mashiach comes. So Rav Yuzeira, what does he do with this? He says there's really six. There are six, six Lashonis of oaths in the Pesukim. Three we've already described. What are the last three? Inach, the last three is Shleigalus that the Malach, the Nevi'im will not tell the Jewish people when Mashiach will come. The timing of Mashiach will never be known. Number five, the Jewish people will not distance Mashiach by our virus. That's what Rashi says. The Marsha says it means that we won't mentally push off Mashiach. We won't be Miyayish. We'll always have Mashiach on our mind. And the last one is that the secrets will not be revealed to the Goyim. What secrets? So some Rishonim say it's Kabbalistic secrets that we won't share with the Goyim. Rashi brings down it's the secrets of the constellations of making a new moon and, and, and an Iberyar. So it's a machlaikis, whatever uh, those uh, whatever that means. Now the pasuk says, "But but I I made you swear by Those are deers and fast animals. What does this mean? Now this pasuk is referring to that we won't move to Eretz Yisrael supposedly. So Amar Avlazer, Omer Kadosh Baruch Yisrael, Matemakayim If you keep by these laws, good. If you break these laws. Then we're putting ourselves like sheep, like deer that uh, that we could be hunted. Hashem is going to allow it to happen. So we have to keep these shvuas that were stated. If you live in Eretz Yisrael, it's like living without Navera. So that Eretz Yisrael will not say. The people living in Eretz Yisrael are forgiven of sin. Meaning, there's a certain there's a certain tahara that happens when you live in Eretz Yisrael, which is not applied outside of Eretz Yisrael. Amar Alei. So, according to the pasuk shot, the pasuk is referring to that if you live in Eretz Yisrael, you're shara belay oven. You're you're living without sin. I actually feel the pasuk is not referring to those that live in Eretz Yisrael. I feel it's those that are living with with uh, pain, with illness. If you live with illness, that is metakin all your averis, and it's like living without without sin. Am Rav Onun. Rav Onun says, If you're buried in Eretz Yisrael, it's like being buried under the Mizbeach. This is the whole Indian, this Gemara, there's a Medrash not like this, but this is the Gemara, which is the whole Indian of people going to Eretz Yisrael for burial. Even though the Medrash, there's a Medrash, the exact opposite of the Medrash says that you shouldn't send your bodies to Eretz Yisrael, dead, Eretz Yisrael doesn't want you dead, but again, it's different Medrashim. But this Gemara is saying that if you bury in Eretz Yisrael, it's like being buried under the Mizbeach. It says, The Pasuk says that the earth shall atone. So you have these both psukim. So you see that um, you, you see that both uh, one Pasuk is uh, that the earth will atone, which is obviously alluding to burial. And the other Pasuk says, So you see there's a connection between burial and the Mizbeach. Now the Gemara says, Ula would travel to Eretz Yisrael a lot when he was alive. He would travel there, he would visit there. He would vacation, not vacation, he would, he would visit Eretz Yisrael. But he died in Chutz Laretz. So although he was in Eretz Yisrael a lot, he died in Chutz Laretz. Also, they told Rav Lazar that Ula died in Chutz Laretz. You, Ula, died in a contaminated land, meaning it's such a chaval. Tzadik died in Chutz Laretz, but he was someone who was in Eretz Yisrael all the time, and he died in Chutz Laretz. So Amalei, they said, he's being buried in Eretz Yisrael. So at least he's being buried in Eretz Yisrael. So he said, Amalei, you can't compare dying in Eretz Yisrael to being buried in Eretz Yisrael. Okay, you can't compare. Okay, now, there was a certain person who lived in Eretz Yisrael 
whose brother who lived in Chutzlarts died. So he had a, his Yavama was in Chutzlarts. So also the Kamdir of Khanina, he asked of Khanina if he's allowed, can I move outside of Israel to do Yibam? Now, for the Rishonim say, Pasha's for Chalitza to go out for a few days to Chalitza. That, that wasn't the Shaila. Shaila is, can he move? She didn't, she had kids. She, can he move to Chutzlaritz to do the Mitzvah Yibam? So, Amrle, a very harsh Lashon. Ochav Nasa Kutis Your brother died a Kuti woman, right? We said yesterday that if you live outside of Eretz Yisrael, it's like living, it's like doing Avedizar. So, he said, your, your sister in law is an Avedis Avedis Kechavim because she lives in Chutzlaritz. Baruch HaMokim Shaharga. This is tough. Thank God that, that, that your brother died. You also want to be like him. Okay, super anti-leaving Eretz Yisrael. Don't say he said your brother. Your brother died, and part of the reason was because he lived in Chutzlar. So you want to you want to follow him. So don't do it. Pashtus, he still has a mitzvah yibum or chalitza. So I, I, I guess he would have to go there to do chalitza, but but or get her to come to Eretz Yisrael to do yibum, huh? Yeah, but the point is to move there, not a fan. Am Rav Yudam Shmuel, Keshem Shalasa Lotzei is Eretz Yisrael Bavel. The same way you're not allowed to move from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, right? Once you're in Eretz Yisrael, you're not supposed to leave Eretz Yisrael. Kachasa Lotzei is Mebavel Asharotz. So too, you're not allowed to leave Bavel for other lands. Meaning, Eretz Yisrael has its inherent kedusha, but there's a separate Indian that you're not supposed to leave the 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 most uh, not from the most congested Orthodox areas. So if you're leaving Bavel. To go to you know Italy, whatever, and Italy wasn't as didn't have as many yeshivas, didn't have as many. Shul- that's also aser. You're not allowed to leave from a a, a a a large Jewish area to a lesser Jewish area. That's also aser. Even going from the Pumpadisa to Beikuvi, which is a village nearby, is also aser because Pumpadisa had yeshivas. How did enough Pumpadisa Beikuvi? There was a certain person who left Pumpadisa to Beikuvi. Shamte Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef excommunicated him. Obviously, you have to know the situation, but um, Rav Yosef excommunicated him. The Gemara says, Who did enough Pumpadisa Shachav? There's a certain person who left Pumpadisa for Astunia. Shachav, he died. Amr Abaye, Abaye said, Iboy had some Rabbon, Havachai. If he wanted, he could have lived. He could have just stayed in Pumpadisa. Part of the reason why he died is because he left Pumpadisa. Okay? Rabbi Rav Yosef, Damitavayu. Rabbi and Rav Yosef say the following teaching: Kesherim The great people of Bavel Eretisol grabs, meaning Eretisol grabs the great of Bavel. Kesherim Shavshararot is Bavel Kotosim, and the great of the other lands Bavel grabs. Now, what does this mean? So, well, what does it mean that the great people of Bavel Eretisol grabs, and the great people of other lands Bavel grabs? So it's like land Bavel Eretz Yisrael. That's the the, the Madrigas. In what for what practical application? So the Gemara says Lamai. For what application are you saying this? Ilei If you're saying it's for Yichus, meaning when it comes to genealogy of of you know non mamzerim all that stuff. So it's average land. Then there's Bavel, which was better Yichus. Then Eretz Yisrael was the top. The problem it wasn't true. Eretz Yisrael was not as great as Bavel. Bavel was actually greater when it comes to Yichus because all the people that had questionable Yichus went up with Ezra to rebuild the second base Amikdash. So Bavel actually historically had better Yichus than Eretz Yisrael, strangely enough. So how could you say that it's lands Bavel Eretz Yisrael when it comes to Yichus? It's lands Eretz Yisrael Bavel. Bavel was actually always the top historically when it comes to Yichus. The Gemara says, Eretz Yisrael is not as great when it comes to Yichus. So what is it referring to in that level? Elin in Kvura is referring to burial, meaning 
those of Bavel would go to Eretz Yisrael to be buried, and those of other lands would go to Bavel to be buried. So that was the Madrega when it comes to burial. So although there's an Indian to be buried in Eretz Yisrael, we're now also seeing there's an Indian to be buried in the, in the, in the frumest, holiest areas, even in Chutzlaritz, they would go to Bavel to be buried if they couldn't get to Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says, Amrav Yehuda, Koladar Bavel, Kiladar Eretz Yisrael. If you live in Bavel, it's like living in Eretz Yisrael, meaning if the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is contingent on Kiyam Tarim Mitzvahs, Bavel had that level of Kiyam Tarim Mitzvahs, not Truman Meiser, but it was the frumest, holiest areas. Therefore, if you live in Bavel, it's like living in Eretz Yisrael. Shenemar, Hoytziyoin, Himolte, Yeshevis, Bas Bavel. Tziyoin, those that live in Bavel escape, those that live in Tziyoin escape to Bavel. So you see that Tziyoin and Bavel are, are equal. Amr Abaya, Niktinon, Again, these is what, what these means. Bavel lechaz yechavli Mashiach. Bavel will not be affected by chavli Mashiach. Chavli Mashiach is the pains before Mashiach. It won't be affected. Well, I don't know what that means exactly, but it means there's a you know the, the protection for chavli Mashiach is Tyra. And if Bavel was the 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 yeshivas from Bavel, so probably means like this is parsh like the teva, right? The, you escape to the teva. Right? Ruchain Kushmavitz used to say, right? If they run to the teva, teva is Tyra. So to to protect from chavli Mashiach, you have to go to the teva. Targum Mahutz the Binyamin, and they said specifically the part of Bavel that will be protected is Hutzal of Binyamin. No idea why. The currently kind of shizba, and it'll be called right before Mashiach time the the corner of salvation that will be protected. Amr Avalaza, may sim shabe chutzlaritz inim chaim. Now Avalaza says this drastic line, and that is that the Jewish people of chutzlaritz will not have uh, a resurrection of the dead. Now that's a uh, that's obviously a big pella. So the Gemara eventually, just to so you don't worry, the Gemara eventually is going to say what it means is the chutzlaritz yidden will have tchis amesin. But we're going to have to roll under the ground to get to Eretz Yisrael. But we have Tchis Amesim. But he's saying they don't have Tchis Amesim. That's what he means. The Gemara says, Shenemar, how do I know that the Jews of Chutzlaritz will not have Tchis Amesim? Because the Pasuk says, tzvi And I'll place Tzvi in Eretz Achaim, in the land of the living. What's Tzvi? Tzvi means favor, like Tzvioni. Eretz Shetzvioni Ba, the land that has my favor, which is Eretz Yisrael. Then Mesim Chaim, I'll give the land of the living. Shein Sivyonaba in Mesim Chaim. But the land that doesn't have my favor, meaning outside of itself, doesn't have the living. So this is the, so that's the drasha to say that if you're outside Chutzlaritz, you won't have Tchisa Mesim. So the Gemara says, Masiv Ravaba Bar Mamel, Ravaba Bar Mamel Azakasha. The Pasta says, You may secha nevalti yukumen, your dead will come to life. That's one. Nevalti yukumen, your corpses will get up. It's a double lashon of Tchisa Mesim. Why do you need double lashon? My love, The Pasuk has two Lashinas, that there's going to be like a double Lashin of Tchiz HaMesim. What do you need to? One for Eretz Yisrael, one for Chutzlaritz. You see the Chutzlaritz does it Tchiz HaMesim. Ah, if that's the case, so right now we're saying that potentially the Jews of Chutzlaritz do have Tchiz HaMesim. So where did Revelazer get it from? Revelazer got that there's no Tchiz HaMesim from the Pasuk that says, Nasata Tzvi Beretz HaChaim. Then I'm going to send Tzvi to the land of the living. And Tzvi, we said, is favor, meaning only the land of the f- has favor. Eretz Yisrael will, will have a living, will have Tchis HaMesim. But now we're saying, no, there's Tchis HaMesim even in Chutzler. So what do you do with that Pasuk? Maybe it's the Pasuk is actually saying, I'm going to send a deer to the land of the living, meaning Eretz Yisrael will be destroyed swiftly, like a deer, by a deer, which is Nebuchadnezzar. I'm going to bring a king that's very swift to destroy Eretz Yisrael. So maybe the, there is Chiyas HaMesim. So Rav Lozer responds, 
I have a different pasuk that says that there's no tchias hamesim outside of Eretz Yisrael because the pasuk says no yisin neshama la'am. He gives a soul to the Jewish people. Oleho on it on Eretz Yisrael. And a spirit to those that walk within it. Meaning, there's only a soul for those that are in Eretz Yisrael. Meaning, only those that are in Eretz Yisrael will have where their soul will be giving back, which is Tchiyas HaMes. Okay? So right now, Rabbi Lazar is confident that there's no Tchiyas HaMes for Jews outside of Eretz Yisrael. What does he do with the double Ashen? The Pasuk says, you'll get up and your corpses will arise, which is a double Ashen. So first we thought, one is for Eretz Yisrael, one is for Chutzlarz. But now you're telling me Chutzlarz doesn't have Tchiyas HaMes. So what does he do with the Pasuk? Nevalti Yekuman, your corpses will get up. So the Gemara says, That's talking about miscarried babies in Eretz Yisrael. Meaning, there is still no Tchiyas HaMes outside of Eretz Yisrael. The Pasuk is saying... I, the Pasuk, implies that there's a special Tchiyas HaMesim. The answer is that's not talking about Chutzlaretz. It's talking about miscarried fetuses in Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, even the miscarried fetuses will have Tchiyas HaMesim. So the Gemara says, Rav Abba Bar Mamal, and according to Rav Abba Bar Mamal, who says there is Tchiyas HaMesim in Chutzlaretz, HaNoisin Neshama La'amal What does he do with the Pasuk that says that Hashem will give a soul to the people upon it, upon Eretz Yisrael, which implies there is no Tchiyas HaMesim. Again, Rav Abba Bar Mamal feels there is. But this pasuk implies that there is not. So miboyle the kidder ravavo. He darshins it like ravavo. Dam ravavo. Afilu shivcha kenani shabaret Yisrael. Muftach lishabene lemhab. That this pasuk is not saying there's no chutz, there's no tchis hamesim outside. It's saying that in Eretz Yisrael there's tchis hamesim even for a non-Jewish slave. A non-Jewish slave will have tchis hamesim even in, in Eretz Yisrael. The pasuk says. Um, the, the 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 it's 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 from the word. I guess it's from the word. Um, it's from the word am. Ksiv hacha ksiv hacha The word am, and it says over there shulachem poi im hachamar am hadamil chamar. So you have the word am over here, and the word am regarding a non-Jew. So you see that even the non-Jews of Eretz Yisrael, non-Jew shivcha will have tchiyas hamesim. Now, before we go back to address the major issue, which is how could there be no tchis hamesim for Jews in, in Chutzlaretz? You know who's in Chutzlaretz? Moshe Rabbeinu. You know who's in Chutzlaretz? A lot of other tzaddikim. So you can't tell me there's no tchis hamesim for Moshe Rabbeinu. How you talking? It's not possible. So it's, it's a it's a pella pella gadol. So w- 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 before we address that, we're just going to finish the pasuk. The pasuk says ruach laholchem, but Hashem's going to give a spirit to those that walk in Eretz Yisrael. What does this mean? Amar Rav Yirmiyah bar Rav Rav Yechonon kol mahalich arba Amis Eretz Yisrael. Whoever walks for Amis in the land of Israel muftach loishu benelam haba. For that alone, you muftach loishu benelam haba. Now, according to Rav Elazar, there's no there's no there's no tchis amesim So tadikim she bechutzlars einam chayim. You're telling me that the Jews of Chutzlars, the Tzadikim of Chutzlars, don't have Tchisa Mesim? It can't be. It's not possible. There's Moshe Rabbeinu. <laughs> yeah, the boom, right there. That's that's the win. So so how could it be? So the answer is, Amravi Lahidig Gilgal. No, there's Tchisa Mesim in Chutzlars, but your body has to roll to Yerushalayim. So the Gemara says, Maskler of Ababar Sala Rabba, Gilgal Tzadikim Saru. So Moshe Rabbeinu is going to have to roll. No way. Moshe is not rolling. That doesn't work. It's not possible. So the answer is, the answer is underground tunnels, meaning the average person in Chutzlaretz will have to roll, and that will be uncomfortable. Tzadikim will walk through underground tunnels and just walk upright. Okay. Now, the Gemara says about this concept that Tzadikim will have tunnels under the ground in order to walk. 
We know that Yaakov Avinu wanted to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. He died in Egypt, but he made his children and Midi Yosef promise that they'll take him to Eretz Yisrael. So the question is, what is he worried about? So the Gemara says, Amar Karna, Devar Magav, Karna says, there's words here, I meaning you got to focus on what Yaakov Avinu is saying. Obviously Yaakov Avinu knew he was a tzaddik. And if he knew he's a tzaddik, and the Jews of Chutz will get Chiyas HaMesim, what is he so worried about? Let him be buried in Egypt, and what is he so worried about? So the answer is, Shem He was worried that he wouldn't be zeichet to the tunnels. Meaning, he knew he would roll. He was afraid that he would roll. He, 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 he didn't know he would be zeichet to the tunnels to walk upright. Okay, similar Lidrasha with Yosef HaTzadik, right? Yosef HaTzadik also made the Jewish people promise they would take him out of Egypt for the exact same reason. The Obviously, Yosef HaTzadik knew he was a tzadik, it's in his name, and therefore he knew that he would be Zoychet HaTchiz HaMesim. So why is he making everybody crazy to get his body out of the Nile River? The answer is, Shem Eliyim Salam Chilas. He was afraid that he wouldn't be zeichet to the tunnels and he would have to roll. But he knew that he would have tchiyas amesim. Now the Gemara says the following story: Shalchalu achil l'Rabba. The brothers of Rabba wanted him to move to Eretz Yisrael, so they said the following message: Meaning they said this lashon, this whole story with if Yaakov and Yosef moved to Eretz Yisrael because they didn't want to deal with the potential rolling, you should also move to Eretz Yisrael. A little guilt. And Ilfa Maisa Dvarim. Ilfa added added the following uh, argument. Maisa Shachas. Ilfa said, I know of a person who wanted to marry a certain woman, but she lived outside of Eretz Yisrael. Ubikish He wanted to leave Eretz Yisrael in order to marry her. The Kivan Shashama Zeis. But once he heard that Yosef and Yaakov didn't leave Eretz Yisrael, they wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael to avoid Tchiyasamesim issues. Gilgal Batsma Yaymaisa. He stayed, he stayed, he, he avoided marrying her, then I think stayed single, until he died, says, so Tanali Beretz Yisrael. And so Ilfa adds, Now you, Rabbah, are a great Chacham. But, You still need a Rebbe. And you should come to Eretz Yisrael. We have Rabbeim here. If you say, who's going to teach you in Eretz Yisrael? We have Rav Yechanan. So you should come to Eretz Yisrael. Now, <laughs> this is where it gets strange. This is so far easy. And he says, listen, and if you don't want to move to Eretz Yisrael, here's my three pieces of advice. Now, these are the last three things I would expect him to say. These are my three pieces of advice. Don't spend too much of your day sitting down. Because the more you sit, it can cause hemorrhoids. So don't sit too much. But don't stand too much because it causes your heart to be weak. And don't walk too much. Because that's not good for your eyes. Now, by the way, I, I'm sure there's the Marsha has a halarichus. I'm sure there's Kabbalistic things of like, this is his message to him if you're not going to move to Eretz Yisrael. Don't walk too much, don't sit too much, don't stand too much. So, what should you do? Third of your day sitting, third of your day walking, third of your day standing. And then he added, any sitting that's not supported, meaning, like sitting that doesn't have like a like a standard to support yourself, it's better to stand. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, you just told me not to stand. So he says, go on the next page. If you have a choice to sit without support, like a backless chair, or standing with support, like leaning on a standard, standing with support is better than sitting without support. Okay. 
the Gemara now says that before he ended this conversation, he wanted to end with a halachic topic. They also say, Yitzchak v'shemen v'oyeshe amru. Yitzchak shemen v'oyeshe. We'll address who these Rabbanim are in a moment. They all said the following thing. Halachic Rabbi Yehuda b'prodois. Now, halacha follows Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to a mule. Now, when it comes to a mule, this, this is referring to a mule is a donkey and a uh, horse that has a baby. Right? Am I mistaken? I think it's a donkey and a horse that has a baby. That's a mule. So the, the shaila is, it's a shaila in the Tanoim. What, what do we define this animal? Because you're not allowed to have mixed breeds. Right? You're not allowed to have climb. So, which means that a, a, a mule has to mate with its own kind. So, the question is, how do you define a mule? Do you go by its mom? And if its and if its mom is a horse, I, I don't know. I think it works both ways. If its mom, it's a horse, then it can mate with horses. Or do you go by its dad? And if its dad's a donkey, then it's a donkey. So, if Yehuda has a third sheet, and that is. Ravida says, you go by both, meaning a mule can only mate with other mules. It can't mate with a donkey or a horse because we don't go by either the mom or the dad, we go by both. We're machmer both ways. Okay. Now we said that this teaching was said by Yitzchak, Shemin, and Oishia. Who's that? Yitzchak is Yitzchak. And some say Shimon is Shimon Lakish, and Oisha is a Rav Oisha Berevi, and Oisha is a Rav Oisha Berevi. Okay, Amar Rav Elazar, Amar Heratzas Einam Chayim, Amar Ratzim will not have Tchisa Mesim. Gavin, whenever you're here, I get nervous. Amar Ratzas Einam Chayim. Oh, shoot. Okay, I'm going to finish it off quickly because I got to That's the target. If they need something. Those that are dead don't come back. They're already dead because they don't have they don't have Torah in their lives. So those that without Torah, with Amiratsim, without Torah knowledge, won't have Tchisa Mesim. Satana Mihachi, the Bryce similarly teaches, Mesim Bal those that are dead never come back. Yachalakal, you might think that it's for everything. Meaning, what's the reference of those that are dead won't come back? That someone who makes himself weak in Tyra, meaning Amaratzim, who don't learn Tyra, will not have Tchiz HaMesim. That's what Rav Lozer said. Rav Yochanan hears this. I'm Rav Yochanan. It's not appropriate to talk the way. You know how many Jews Amaratzim? A lot. So he said, you're basically saying, you know, 60% of the Jewish people are not It's not an appropriate way to talk. He disagrees. I, the Pasuk says, those that are dead won't come back. He says, That's not talking about an Amaretz who doesn't learn Torah. That's talking about someone who does Avodah Zara. If you do Avodah Zara, then you talk about one of Tchis HaMesim. So Rav Loza said to Rav Yochanan, I have another pasuk that, that proves that you will not have tchis amesim if you amar tchisiv. Right, the dew of, of, of light will be your dew. And it'll let and it'll fall to the ground lifeless. What does this mean? It means if you have or of Torah in your life, then you'll have tchis amesim. Then you'll fall lifeless. So he says, I have another pasuk that proves that you need Torah to have tchis amesim. So now they're having a bar- back and forth. Rav Yechonin is bothered that Rav Lozer is saying this. Even the Chazayid that commits tire amale. Once Rav Lozer saw that Rav Yechonin was bothered by this, that he's being so forceful that Jews that are amaratzim won't have tchis amesim. And by the way, amaratzim a lot of times it's not it's not their, it's not their their, their fault. Uh, the Chaim Brisker famously said, "It's a um, 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 it's a nebuch amaritz," meaning it's a nebuch kaifer. You know, because think about it, amaritz is someone who can't learn. 
if, if you're illiterate in a shtetl where no one knows how to read, you're probably going to stay on the rest of your life. So Rav Yechon is bothered by this. So Rav Lozer said, don't worry. I found a remedy for them from the Torah. What's the remedy? We cling to Hashem. How do you cling to God? How do you cling, cling to Hashem? Hashem is a fire. So what does it mean to cling to Hashem? You know what it means? Uh, just uh, two, three minutes, I'm sorry. It's uh, taking a little bit longer. What it means is, if you're Davik, if you're Davik in Tamid HaChachamim, then you'll be Davik in the Shechina. How so? If you do business with Tamid HaChachamim, if you marry into a family of Tamid HaChachamim, and Amaretz could have Tchis HaMesim, and the way to do that is not by learning Torah necessarily, but if he has a connection to Tamid HaChachamim, that is also a way for him to have Tchis HaMesim. Kiyot Zabdavat. Similarly, the Pasuk says, La'avas Hashem Lekech Ul'davkabar, the Pasuk says, you should love Hashem and cling to Him. How do you cling to Hashem? He's a fire. If you marry your daughter to a you do business with you let stay in your house. It's like staying with the shechina. The tzaddikim will eventually sprout out of Yerushalayim because we said that they're going to roll, but where are they going to come out from? They're going to walk, roll, whatever it is. They're going to come out in Yerushalayim. Shnei mavayetzitu meir keisav aretz. In Yerushalayim, right? It's going to be the in the the city. It'll be like the sprouting like the grass of the earth. Shnei mavaganusi al irazars. Vamrachi bar Yosef. Asidim tzaddikim shiandu v'shem. When the tzaddikim come back. They're going to come back with their clothing. Now, this means physically, Tchiyas HaMesim is going to come back, you're going to be not naked, but it also means that the Tzadikim's actions are going to come back with them. Kavachoyim mechita, and it's a Kavachoyim from wheat. Machita shenikvara aruma. Right, you bury wheat, you, 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 you plant wheat naked, without, without chaff. But when it comes up, it comes with chaff, with clothing. So we bury tzaddikim with clothing, with tachrichim, kavachorim, they're going to come back with clothing. Now I'm going to, very, very quickly, I'm going to... Yeah, I know, I might, I might not finish it off, and I think tomorrow, what I'm going to do is a little bit more, but I'm just going to clarify this next point. The next Omid, it's a gadata, and it's all basically about how by the times of Mashiach, there's going to be fruit the size of trucks and all these type of things. So first of all, some of Farshim do say that this is, okay, first of all, it'll be miraculous when Mashiach comes. Others say, the Rabban says that this is Agadita and it's meant allegorically and you're supposed to darshan it out that way. But I'll tell you Ravari Kaplan. Ravari Kaplan's shita was, he, he talks about this a lot in his farm, Ravari Kaplan felt that these Gemaras are not referring necessarily when Mashiach comes, but it's also leading up to the times of Mashiach, and is referring to the industrialization of life, that when it talks about fruit growing from trees, mamish sprouting like that, it's talking about the concept that right now, you just, it's not like you used to, you just go to Main Street, and for not a lot of money, just get whatever type of fruit you want, and you can get just clothing on Amazon, and that was a very Kaplan's whole sheet, is that all of this is sort of the industrialization of the world leading up to Mashiach, it's going to become and, and if you have that in mind, this next daf, I think it makes a lot of sense. So we'll do it very, uh, next, we'll, we'll stop in four minutes. We'll do four minutes, we'll see whatever we can cover, and then tomorrow we'll finish the Masechta. Eventually the soil of Eretz Yisrael is going to give, bo- is going to give fresh bread, and it's going to give clothes. Again, according to Rabbi Kaf, what it means is you could just go and just buy bread like that. Shenemai hipisas bar ba'aretz. Tan 
Yipisas bar ba'aretz b'roisharim. There's going to be abundant grain on the earth and on the mountaintops. Amru they said, Asi the chita shetismar kedekel v'ilu b'roisharim. Its stalk of wheat is going to grow by the times of Mashiach to be like a palm tree. B'shem etami yesh tzar lekaitz. And if you're going to say, well, if there's so much and is so much, isn't it going to be difficult to handle all that? To, to, to cut it down and to and to gather it to Talmud Yirish Kalvan Imperioi. It's going to be like the cedars of Lebanon. Hakadosh Baruch Hu maybe Ruach Mebeis Genazav. Hashem is going to bring a wind from the storehouses and Menasheves Aleha Umasha Silta. He's going to blow the wheat and the wheat's going to come down. And a person just goes out and brings back a palm full of the fine flour. And he's able to feed his family very easily. We'll go a little bit weiter. With wheat as fat as kidneys. Eventually the wheat is going to be the size of the kidneys of an ox. Don't wonder, meaning how is this possible? Because they found a fox, they, 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 they found um, um, there was produce that grew that grew that it was a turnip that a fox lived in the turnip meaning he made a house he made a hut in the turnip and they waited and they found that the turnip weighed 60 litrin with and litra was a certain type of weight so you see that even now leading up it's still possible to have these things it's not going to be it's going to be more but it's not going to be supernatural Tanya Amr of Yoisi. Maisa b'shichin be'echot shanich lo'avim shloisha badi chardol. There's a person in Shichin whose father left him three stalks of mustard. V'nivshach echamehen, and one of the stalks branched off. V'nimtsu b'tisha kavin chardol. And on that one branch, there was nine kav of mustard seed. V'yitza sichu b'sukas yitzrav. And the wood of that offshoot was able to make the roof of a house. Two more minutes and we'll stop. The Gemara continues. Amr of Shimbat Achlifa. Klach shall crew vinichlanu abba. Our father left off a stalk of cabbage the size of a tree. And we use a ladder to climb up this stalk. The Pasuk then says, Vidam Einav Tishtechamar. The Pasuk says that the blood, you'll be able to drink a grape like wine. What does this mean? Amru. Loi koilam hazahilam haba. This world is not like the next world. Nowadays, if you want wine, you have to. Cut the grapes and trample the grapes and process it. It's going to be it's a whole tircha. When it comes to haba, maybe You're going to take one single grape in a wagon or in a ship. You're going to put a tap into the into the into the grape. You'll make wine out of this. You'll be able to make a keg out of the grape. And the little bit of the stalk of the grape, you're going to be able to cook food. There's going to be so much wood. There's not going to be any grape. Every grape is going to be able to create at least 30 saw of wine. Chaymer is a certain volume. It's 30 saw. What does it mean? He's going to tie his donkey to the vine. What it means is, ear is not referring to Eroy, a donkey. Ear means a city. For every grape, you're going to need a city to harvest it. That's how big they're going to be. The Sareka Bnei and the branch of the vine you're going to tunk, tie the donkey to. Serek, Sareka, doesn't mean a vine. What it means is a tree that can't grow fruit. Miraculously, when Mashiach comes, all the trees that can't grow fruit are going to start growing fruit. And if you're going to say the grapes will not contain wine, meaning that these grapes that are going to grow on this tree, 
miraculously, are not going to have wine in it. Tamalema keves bayayin levushoi. You're going to launder your garments in wine. That's how much wine there's going to be. Veshematem in other. And if you're going to say, well, the wine's not going to be red, it's not going to look right. Tamalema vedamanov tishter vedamanovim. Veshematem in a merave. If you're going to say, well, the wine won't make you drunk, it's not going to have alcohol. Tamalema susa. Veshematem maybe time you can say, yeah, but it's not going to taste good. Tamaloema chachlile enayim yavon. Your red eyes from wine. Chayich means the palate. Every palate's going to say, give me, give me. That's how good the wine's going to be. If you're going to say, yeah, only the young kids like it. The older people are not going to, it's not going to be good for older people, the wine. Ben Shonim, the elderly are also going to like it as well. All right, we'll stop here. We'll stop here. Uh, and we'll finish the Masechta Be'ez Hashem tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I'll remember where we're up to. That's